What's up, everybody? This is this week's edition of 48 Minutes, brought to you by 48 minutesnetworkcom Tim Daniel here, as always, with Sean Mackey. A lot that we cover in this week's episode, including Kyrie Irving's questionable leadership skills, the Lakers' god-awful stretch they've been on, and Bookie Cousins' bad five-game stretch, as well as the Orlando Magic making a search and finally, finally trending in the right direction. So be sure to check out this week's episode and tune in for everything. But also, now's the time to hit that 30-second ad button if you don't want to hear about it anymore. But this is the time that we present. 48 Minutes presents At-Large Bid live at Braxton Brewery on Wednesday, March 20th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Getting you ready for the NCAA tournament. A lot to look forward to at this week's this episode and this show, um, including my pals Brad Redford and Adam Baum joining Ryan Luster and I. And then also, we discuss... Um, so the big things in the tournament, you know, Dark Horse teams, our favorite tournament memories we discussed also. Brad actually played in the tournament, so he's going to tell you about what that's like. And also, we are raising funds for the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention and Awareness. Um, so please, if you do come out, have some beers with us, talk hoops, and donate some cash to a good cause. So without further ado, this is this week's edition of 48 Minutes. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kitchell from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom shakalaka. Alright, so Sean, you're the one guy who hasn't had a chance on the network yet to talk about, um... The exploding shoe. So, would you like the floor to say something? Uh, yeah. Um, Puma is the best shoe ever, and everyone should. Uh, <laughs> everybody should jump off this Nike boat. I don't. I don't know why they're still hanging on. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I watched that live, and it's funny. I, I've only watched a couple of uh, uh, of Zion's games over the the year, and you know it was the biggest game of the year. Tickets were like Super Bowl prices. Flipped it on, and then what was it? Fifteen seconds into the game, it was like right after the tip up. Something. I mean, it was. I was like, "Are are you kidding me? Did that really just happen?" And then Obama's reaction was fantastic because it was like a little late. Yeah, it was like very obvious. Like that guy's shoe exploded, <laughs> and and, exploded. and I was like, "Oh God, is he? Uh, oh, he's going back. He's going back to the lot. Oh, he's not gonna. Pl- I don't care anymore." <laughs> Turned it off. Like, that was literally, like, how my mind went on that. Because I was, I was sitting there watching it, and I was like, man, this is going to be, this is going to be great. I'm so excited to watch this game. And uh, so, between that and NBA Saturday night, I was, I was very disappointed. <laughs> I was going to say, so, speaking of Duke guys on Saturday night, um, Kyrie Irving talks too much. He does. He they talks need to, way too much. They, they. I'm surprised Danny Ainge hasn't been able to get a, like in front of him a little bit to be like, dude, you got to calm this shit down, you know. But um, I don't. Uh, I don't know, man. I think I, I just I have this sneaking suspicion that Kyrie might have one foot out the door with this this team. I don't. I, I think he does too. Do, do, are you are you finally like starting to kind of get that that feeling a little bit? Like I'm I'm a little bit worried for the Celtics. What do you mean finally? I said long ago. Don't forget, I said long ago that this was just a soft verbal, and that's all I. That's all it was. Oh yeah, I mean, but that's that's evident. You know, that's yes, that's that's evident. So 
I mean, if you if you were a betting med today, where do you where would you say uh, you know his percentage of staying would be? Um, I would say it's about thirty three percent. Thirty three? That low? Yeah. Wow. But thirty three percent the Knicks and thirty three percent an assortment of teams. Okay. Okay. So it's it's really like there's 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 uh, two other options out there. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. 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 Wouldn't it be funny if the Lakers were one of them? That'd be awesome. That would be that would be pretty much the greatest thing ever. It like the whole thing was a ploy just to screw Danny Ainge. <laughs> <laughs> it was very elaborate from the beginning, but uh, it might work. That would be terrific. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, my god, I, I would love everything about it. I mean, Jason Tatum is such a talent. Like he's so so good, and uh, and let's just go ahead and talk about it. The Bulls embarrassed them. Yes. So for yes, guys, we're talking about the Bulls. I know it's a common thing for Sean and I to do on our show, but it's this been time, a few weeks. But this time, we're not talking about how bad they are. We're talking about losing, about them beating the Celtics. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Um, not only did they destroy them and embarrass them, Kyrie Irving comes out and says he's not worried about the Celtics playoff hunt. And when asked why, his answer was, "Because I'm here." So basically, Kyrie Irving is saying that he's going to take this team to the playoffs. Cool, you know, I'm fine with it. Um, he believes that they're like still the confidence. Here. Yeah, but like this guy has put a lot of players down. He has thrown guys under the bus. He has admitted to calling LeBron James. He has done interviews with Rachel Nichols where he has, you know, kind of said some gone, gone a little too far here. Um, I don't think he understands like that if he wants to be the leader of the team, he has to kind of like back up a little bit gotta chillax yeah he's he's not acting like a like a real leader at the moment in my eyes no um not a good one anyway um this is a very young team though this is a very very young team and i think everybody put such high expectations on these young players this season after last year and um it just may be one of those kind of situations where they overachieved last year and they really weren't that good and I just, um, you know, I, I can't, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm not feeling the Celtics at the moment. Like, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I'm not even sure they're going to make it to the conference finals, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't either. I mean, I dig that he said he hasn't said anyone beating the Celtics in seven games. Like, I, like I said, I dig the confidence. Oh, yeah. If they're playing the 76ers, they're still going to win because they just – they've put some yeah. voodoo curse on that team. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I don't understand what's going on with it all. Um, but it seems like he just continues to kind of put his foot in his mouth. Oh, every, it's it's like a weekly, a weekly thing now. And, you know, I think uh, – the way he's kind of treating the young Celtics, who, mind you, went to the Eastern Conference Finals without him last year. Yeah. So, what's that tell you about that? Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I, I think, uh, I don't know. The Celtics are going to be one of the, I mean, these, these players are going to have to grow up immediately. And I don't know if it's going to be quick enough to keep Kyrie Irving on this roster next season. Like, I don't know if it's a, uh, you know, I, I don't know, man. It's, 
it's up in the air. These rumors to the Knicks are really, really starting to heat up. Like yeah, they the, are. Like the LeBron to the Lakers rumors last season. Like it's starting to become more of a reality that we can kind of accept. Um, which the Knicks do not deserve. Uh, Kevin Durant <laughs> and Kyrie Irving. I just want to go potentially Zion Williamson and p- potentially Zion Williamson. They do not deserve any of that at all. And I don't like any of this shit about the. The New York being the mecca of basketball. Come on, you you haven't won anything right. since since the seventies, and and the Celtics have won one title, you know, in thirty years. So they're not doing that great either. So I right. mean, I mean, when we look at it, these are these are not. You know, I read a lot of stuff from Bill Simmons. You know, week after week, and it's like, you know, he's always shitting on the on the Knicks, and it's easy to, and they they. They have legitimately sucked for the majority of the franchise. Really, I get that, but at the same time, the Celtics have kind of sucked too for thirty yeah. years. So right. it's like you know, I you know, I don't, I don't know where Kyrie goes from this point. Um, you know, I I mean, honestly, I'd love to see him in L.A. <laughs> I mean, of course, I mean, I'm all for Kyrie Irving LeBron James reunion. I'll never say no to that. Oh yeah, I mean, that would be just a lot of fun. And even if they even if they kept a lot of their pieces and didn't do the trade for AD, went ahead and went after Kyrie, and and did something out there, I think that would be great. Um, I'm down. I don't I don't think that's what's going to happen. No, that's highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. Um, but uh, the uh, the Knicks stuff is starting. It's starting to become come serious and you know i i don't know how i feel about it well if you remember in uncle drew they were orange blue and white huh oh huh? man oh, another Co- coincidence another, another conspiracy theory from yeah from tim daniel right there the <laughs> uncle a... drew conspiracy <laughs> great that's great a... okay where did the movie take place rucker park where's that new york yeah. city yeah 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 huh yeah don't reach young blood you know <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be a very interesting off season. Yeah. So on um, the other end, let's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead and finish up what you're saying. I was going to say I'm almost more excited for the off season than I am the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Is that weird? No, because I felt that way after, last year. Since like since the Cavs won the title, I felt that way. Yeah. Yeah. When the Cavs won the title in '16, was like the last time I was like, man. I love the NBA playoffs, and I still do love the NBA playoffs, but, like... Oh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, on the other end, real quick, before we do get into it, let's go ahead and give our boys Zach Levine and Laurie Marketing credit. Oh, my God. First duo to score to both score 30 points in a game since Jordan and Pippen. Yeah. I mean... 98, and, right? Yeah. Or 96. It was 96. Yeah, and then Levine yeah. comes out and says, we're going to have more of those. And you know what? I agree with him. Every once in a while, they have one of those games where, like, everything everything absolutely works out well. But most of the time, that's not what happens in Bulls land. Nope, nope. I they're, mean, also, they're fucking up their tanking like they always do. Yeah, I mean, and I, I openly tweeted about that, my frustration. It's like, you know, what direction is this team uh, really going in at the moment? Like, I, I don't think any of them know. And you got to think, like... Gar Foreman and like John Paxson have to privately just have to be like just pounding their heads against the wall, but they they did this, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's it's natural for a uh, you know players to to want to win, but it's like there's only so much you can do to disrupt uh, 
you know, chemistry with the team. They've done a lot of that this year. They've brought in crappy players. They've paid people too much money. I mean, they had Fred Hoiberg. They did a, a coach change, and it's like they did everything in their power, and, like, they've won, like, the last, what, like, two out of three, or they've they've won all their games since the All-Star break. Is that correct? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, you know, I I don't know. I'm a little worried because <laughs> I, I would like them to be, have a nice slice in that, that Zion uh, sweepstakes, but I'm yeah, not sure it's going to happen. out of it. They are definitely playing themselves out of it, though. They are. They are. I mean, this this guy's going to be a hawk. <laughs> yeah, I know. This, this guy is going to be a freaking hawk, and I'm going to be devastated by it because I don't want to see him there at all. No, I don't either. Um, <clears throat> so, talking about things that aren't going well, uh, DeMarcus Cousins is at a rough three-game stretch uh, in Golden State. Yeah. These, these uh, past few games. He has checked in as a minus... 41 in their last three games. Ooh, that is that is bad. Yeah, that, that's um, that's what we call rough, kids. It's uh, pretty, pretty, pretty rough. That is rough. And, and of course, the, the Warriors lost the other night, their big marquee game, against a team that didn't have James Harden. Oh, I'm sorry, last five games. So against Phoenix, Miami, Utah, Sacramento, and Houston, Boogie was combined minus 41. Wow. Yeah. Now... I'm going to go ahead and say this. Okay. Achilles injury, coming back from it, getting his legs underneath him. Sure. Yeah, got, give, him a little, give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt there. Yeah. But this team got their ass kicked by the Trailblazers. Couple, yes, they did. Like, right before the All-Star break. Yeah. And then they lost on primetime Saturday night without James Harden to the Rockets. Yeah. So I'm not going to go ahead and start the Are, Warriors, are the Warriors in trouble? Because we know they're not in trouble. No, they are not. But. Far is, from it, actually. Yes, far <laughs> from it. Is Boogie at the moment doing more harm than good for the Warriors? Um, no. I mean, I don't. I don't think so. I think. Uh, I think he's going to click when they need him to. The Warriors are are able to turn on playoff Warriors pretty quickly, and I think they were almost turned off to the fact that James Harden wasn't playing, and they were like, "Ah, oh, we don't care." Like, does that make sense? Sure. <laughs> like, I I don't think they took it as seriously. And Chris Paul takes those kind of games very seriously. <laughs> He's like one of those guys who just loves to be that underdog. Like he he just he really really accelerates performances while he is he is in that kind of moment. And uh, but he did he did and it was funny. Uh, you know I was telling you before the show we you know I I turned up that game on obviously huge game. And they, they announced, you know, right before the game that, you know, Harden's not going to play. And um, I, I turned it off. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, this isn't fun, you know, because you want to watch a fun game. I mean, this was right. per, this is this is prime time uh, hoops time right after right after the NFL has has made its way off of off of every sports network. Thank God. And we thank God. And like we finally we're getting these nice uh, Sunday matinees and Love it. and and Saturday evening games. Like we're getting good games this time of year. And uh, I was just so disappointed cuz as much as, you know, I much shit that you know, I've talked about about James Harden, uh, you know, I I I I want to see him play in a game Same. like that. You know what I mean? I mean, he's he's never going to be Tracy McGrady in my eyes, but uh, <laughs> even though he's he's considerably better than Tracy McGrady, <laughs> just not as exciting. Correct. So just not as exciting. 
So, um, but um, you know, besides that, you know, it's uh, you know, I, that game was that. I think it was a fluke. I think so too. Honestly, I think the Warriors kind of were like, like you said, I think they were like, "All oh, Harden's not playing, whatever." Yeah. And um, let's also talk real quick. Shout out to Kenneth Fareed. He's been killing it. Oh my god! For Houston, even shooting the three. I know. Even shooting the three. He didn't have a three ball. Where'd when he, that come from? When he went to Brooklyn, we thought he was done. Oh my god! Well, it it, it just it goes does feel to like he's you. been in the league for like thirty years. It does, and it just goes to show you, like how good of an offensive coach Mike D'Antoni is and how it benefits so many players to play in that system. And uh, Kenneth Fareed, not somebody I would think that would, would flourish in that kind of game. And uh, man, he's been, he's been fantastic. He has been fantastic. I mean, I don't, I don't know what he's getting paid for the last part of the season, but it's, it's probably not enough. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> the last time Kenneth Fareed played over 60 games, was the 2016-17 season. He played 61. Okay. <clears throat> Last time he played over 70 games was 2014-15. Okay. So he has played 14 games for the Rockets so far. Okay. He has started 12 of them. He is playing 20 more minutes than he did when he was in Brooklyn for 12 games. Okay. He's significantly, yeah, he's playing significantly better. He's averaging 16 a game since going to the Rockets. He has been awesome for them. Here's the yeah. other weird thing. You know how old he is? How old is he? He's only 29. Really? Yeah. It feels like he's been playing forever. Yeah, because he has been playing forever. I remember <laughs> when he was at Moorhead State and they like yeah. made a run in the tournament. Yeah, I remember that. He's like he's the greatest Moorhead player ever. Besides Phil Sims. Come on, Sean. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But overall, uh, yeah, I think the Rockets – the Rockets really needed that game from Chris Paul because I know oh, James yeah. Harden was going on these crazy runs and he had this exciting 30-point – I think it's technically still alive even though he didn't play Saturday. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. But they really need more – they need another like a game like that from Chris Paul. Sure, sure. Yeah, he uh, – Chris Paul, I, I, I want, I want, I want, I want to see him healthy in the playoffs this year. That's all I want. Like – and there's no one who's hungrier than Chris Paul during the playoffs because you're so optimistic. I, I I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I if I was going to be a betting man, <laughs> and I'm and I'm not, but I should be. I would. Uh, I would bet against Chris Paul being healthy during the playoffs, just because I've gotten burned so many times. Yeah. Like maybe this will be the year he finally does it. He, you know, he doesn't get hurt. There's no. There's no drama or anything. I still firmly believe the window has shut on that team, but you never know. Yeah. I, you I, never I... know. Things can happen, man. Circumstances. Uh, you know, uh, miraculous things. Yeah, you're not kidding, dude. Yeah. I mean, the Chicago Bulls just beat the Boston Celtics the other night. I know, and 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 uh, Zach Levine and Laurie Markin are both getting career highs. I mean, that, <laughs> when when does that happen? Markin is fourteen and five tonight against Milwaukee. I, uh, <clears throat> I Laurie Markin is going to be a beast. In yeah, a he's awesome. Seasons. He's uh, he's really lived up. He's he's improved since last year, even though it it took him a while to start playing this year because of that injury he had. But yeah, he's. Uh, I don't want to talk about the Bulls anymore. Let's move I'm, on. I just had to shout out Laurie Markin. That's all I was oh, trying yeah. to do. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you, man. I get you. I get you. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for both of them. Me too. One too game. Fun. That's all it takes. One game, man. One game. Yeah. It's like one shining moment. That's right. Yeah. So the Lakers suck. Oh my god. They suck so hard. Yeah, they are. They are. Uh, 
They, they, are, are, trash, they are trash balls right now. They're they are the, the worst. They are the sucktastic of suckness. Yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, like, if Bret Hart was the excellence of execution, they are the suckiness <laughs> of suckness. Yeah, they, uh, this stuff, uh, I, I don't, they're in a very, I mean, they're in a worse situation, obviously, than the Boston Celtics are right now. Um, oh, you don't say. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's bad. I mean, it's bad. What are they, three and a half, four games out of the playoffs right now? Yeah, they are, so they are, they're three games behind the Clippers. The Clippers are 10 games behind Golden State. The Lakers are 13 games behind them. And Sacramento is only a game behind the Clippers. I'm all for the Kings making the playoffs if the Lakers don't. I'm all in. Oh, oh, yeah, that, it's going to be the best first-round series ever. <laughs> I mean, it's going to literally, I mean, it's going to beat that, that Bull Celtics series from, from 08 or whatever. It's going to be a sweep, but the Kings are going to make it fun. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be one of the best sweeping uh, series ever. It's gonna be great. So I'm I'm looking forward to everything that they've been doing. That's that's a team on the rise that is has built from the ground up. Buddy Heald, man, ooh, yeah. Buddy Heald has been fantastic. De'Aaron Fox has been great. I mean, they are just a they're just a fun team. You ready to hear something we've probably never heard? Go ahead. Ever on forty eight minutes. Lay it on me. You ready for me to say this? Sure. LeBron James is definitely part of the blame for this. Oh, yeah. Like, and anyone who tries to defend him here, which, you know, I've defended him oh, yes. for everything. He's one of my he's one of my two you're, favorite players of all you're, time. You're you're a career defender. And, and for sure. Uh, I am part of the three. Apologist. Mafia. Yeah, you're, I am, you're you're a LeBron apologist. Yeah, I am definitely like probably a card carrying member of the three and six mafia. I mean, so I think I think LeBron. Uh, I mean. We realize that LeBron is is human, yes, um, and he's and he still played very well this season. Oh, for sure, he's played very well this season, even and, with missing a month. Yeah, and and there's been times in this season where uh, you know Kyle Kuzma and Brandon Ingram have really showed some some promise. Yeah, Ingram uh, right Lon- now is great. Yeah, yeah, and and they've done good things from time to time, but they're not. They're not playing at the level they need to uh, to be successful in the playoffs. Just, there's just no way. Now, there's talks that that you know if uh, DeAndre Jordan becomes available. Oh my God! From from, from a buyout. Stop. That, that he he is wanting to sign with oh the God. Lakers. So, That's awful. So so he goes there. Now we're talking about a guy who. His whole career has pretty much been based on his defense, his rebounding, and his 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 lob city finishes. Correct. Um, he's kind of kind of given up on defense over the last couple oh, of years. You don't say. He's he's kind of he's kind of let that he's kind of just slacked off and been like, you know what? I'm not gonna go after that ball. I'm not gonna tightly contest that. Like his fire is gone. So you got washed up. You have the ghost the ghost of Tyson Chandler there. You're possibly picking up the ghost of of DeAndre Jordan and JaVale McGee is he's better than both of them right now, which is something I never thought that I would say. But it's like you can have some some center glut there, and I don't know what's going to happen. And when is Lonzo coming back? How close are we to seeing Lonzo back on the court, Tim? Does he have a leg? Like, did he lose a leg? Is that what I happened here? I mean, there were talks. I, I heard he was going to get traded, and then they said, no, he doesn't want to get traded, and then he wants to go to the Suns, and now he's still with the Lakers, and things are broken. Yeah, he wants to go to a team that's lost 17 straight games. Okay, hey, man. 
hey man, hey man, it's hot, it's Phoenix, it's sunny, he's there. You know, he's ready to go. <laughs> About that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, we're... Okay, I will... Uh, go ahead, go ahead. I will say this. I like that they got Reggie Bullock. I think Reggie Bullock was a good pickup for them, and I'm happy they got a guy that can shoot threes. 100%. Why is he playing point guard? Why is he the starting point guard for the Los Angeles Lakers while Lonzo's oh, he, out? He's oh, my really, God. He's, he's really not. I mean, LeBron's really playing point guard. True. He's just, he, I mean, he's uh, LeBron's been dragging them all up the court, and that's, this is part of the problem. You I know, did, this, yeah. is, this is part of the problem. This is like, you know, you and me, we both play 2K. I play a lot more than you do, but this is what people do on 2K to – to uh you know build their team up they play lebron and Giannis at the points which i hate i can't stand those people so uh, so when to see it in real life i i hate it just as much <laughs> like because he should not be doing that they should have a point guard that is dragging the ball up to him and, and setting him up he does not need to be doing everything like kyrie irving or like, kemba walker or or kemba walker <laughs> You know, I still want that trade to happen. Didn't happen. I was wrong. Yeah. But 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 something something needs to change in La La Land. Otherwise, I mean, and it's going to need to change quickly. I don't know how many games we got left. What twenty? Less than twenty? Yeah, barely. Barely twenty. So it's like it's like they are going to have to play their ass off, and some of the other teams are going to have to lose. Right. You know. So I I don't know uh, I don't know what where they go from there. What? Well, if you were if well, you were. Well, you don't leave your coach. You don't you don't have your coach miss the bus and come back and get him forty five minutes later. That's one so, thing you don't do. Did that really happen? Yeah, Luke Walton missed the bus and they left without him. <laughs> that, they literally that, they literally sat on a runway two years ago and waited for an extra hour for Kobe to get there. Yeah. And, if that's not and, like And they just leave <laughs> Luke Walton. If that's not a summary of this Lakers season, I don't know what is. Hey, is anybody is anybody missing? You know, and like, yeah, like Luke Walton is. Well, dude, is well, we waking were... up. He's waking up from bed and going downstairs like Macaulay Culkin. Like, where is everybody? <laughs> <laughs> where is everybody? Well, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't go to France without me. <laughs> don't you remember when we were kids and we like? Not that we obviously ever played high level basketball, but like, when we were kids and we traveled to schools to play teams, like. The yeah. bus didn't leave till the coach got on the bus. Like, we like didn't. Yeah, like the coach. We like the, the it didn't start till the coach got on the bus. And for the Lakers, they're like, "Where's Luke? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They probably already. Ha- he's probably already signed his contract to coach the Cavaliers next guy, year. Guy, guy's a bum. <laughs> yeah. Coach yeah. is a bum. Yeah, I don't. They're a mess, and I I don't know. I think uh, I think Walton is out at the end of the season. Oh, he's out. Yeah, 100%. Um, that, that is done. Um, I don't know who they bring in. Is it going to be Mark Jackson? Is it going to be Jason Kidd? What's I don't gonna think... be, what, what could be worse? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> if I were them, I'd throw the bag at John Calipari. I would just be like, just come to L.A. You're perfect for here. You'll sell the program. Oh, I 100% am, am for that. Now, that's I, do I think he's, he's going to be a good coach? Not really. But he, he will – he will uh, – you throw the bag at him, maybe maybe he thinks about it a little bit this time. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw last night on the Twitter, but Magic Johnson was live-tweeting the Oscars. Oh, no, I did not. And, bro, please, it please was tell me. magnificent. So here are 
some of Magic Johnson's tweets. Please. All right, please, rebel one for me. First one. Congratulations, Olivia Coleman. She bid out the legendary Glenn Close to win Best Actress for her performance in The Favorite. The first comment. Trade Muscala for her. <laughs> and then, and then, here's one. Lady Gaga, you have to tell me where you got your beautiful necklace. The first comment. You have to tell me what you were thinking when you traded Zubak away. <laughs> it was awesome. It was so great. So people were, were heckling, heckling Irvin last night. I mean, we've all, like, made fun of how bad of a tweeter he is. Oh, he's the worst. He's the worst. Yeah. So here he's we up go. There, he's up there with Mike Huckabee. <laughs> like, he's just, he's just bad. So congratulations, Green Book, for winning Best Picture. I've seen it three times and look forward to seeing it three more. You should see the Lakers three more times before the season ends in April. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that one. Oh my That's God. a good one. I love it. So I just thought of a name that could potentially be the Lakers head coach next year. Who? Jerry Stackhouse. He's been in the G League for a while. He's been waiting for a head coaching gig. He maybe not. It's not sexy. I mean, actually, it's kind of it's kind of a sexy pick. No, it's it's not sexy at all. He's yes, it is. G League. Why, why is it sexy? Because it's... no ties to L.A. Okay, sure, but it's a former player, and everyone seems to think former players are good coaches. I.e., Luke Walton. I.e., Magic Johnson. Vinny Del Negro. Yeah, Vinny Del Negro. Jason <laughs> Kidd. Obviously. Penny Hardaway. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, what if they threw the bag at Penny to leave Memphis? <laughs> I, I I I have. Strong, strong opinions that won't happen. That definitely will not happen. No. Through the bag at Penny. <laughs> He'd be like, see you, Memphis. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Which the Lakers, last I checked, were losing to Memphis tonight because, you know, they're good at basketball. Well, Val- Valentinus is playing for them now, man. He's uh, he's just putting up empty stats, so, you know. I turned on the Laker game Saturday. No, no, what was it? The night they were playing the Rockets, so I had it sure. on. I got back from, like, a game, and... I thought I saw like the Rockets had like a sixteen point lead in the second quarter, sure. and I was like, "I'm not fucking staying up for this. This is fucking stupid." I turned my TV off. Sure. I wake up the next morning, it's like Lakers come back from nineteen points. I'm like, "Oh Jesus!" Yeah, that was one. That was one that we all we all saw. We 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 saw the uh, the score updates throughout the night, and then it was like, "I'm going to bed," and then you wake up and you're like, "What?" <laughs> you know, that's the thing that like does. They have these games, you know, where they it's like, "Wow." Maybe they maybe they aren't that bad, and then like a game later, everything's terrible again. Yeah, I listened to uh, Chris Ryan was on Bill Simmons' pod, um, and I like Chris Ryan a lot. I think he has really good points about the NBA, um, but he kind of made the point of like, I don't think there's really like a flip to switch with this team with all the young kids and all the guys that were like rejects from other teams. Like I don't. He's like, there's no switch here. Like. Is like, you know, like, he says he's going to be like, also, I love that he's like, I'm going to have my playoff focus earlier in the year. And you see him throw his arms up on defense Saturday night against New Orleans, like, getting blown by. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Defensive focus, LeBron. Way to go, bro. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I, no, we just got, we got to reassemble the gang in L.A. I mean, J.R. Smith needs to make his way out there. Don't say I that. Mean, we, I mean, we just we just need to see. Some, I mean, I'm ready for full on madness now because I mean, I I don't I don't know what else we're gonna get out in L. A. At this point, I'm basically just waiting for the day that Tristan Thompson is gonna be a Laker at this point, and I really hate it. Oh God, God, no, 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 bruh. It could happen. It's more. I would say it's decently likely. 
decently like it. It's not a sexy pick. No, no, there's nothing sexy about this. That's my point. There's it's, nothing sexy about the Lakers at all. No. So no. LeBron will be the best player to miss the playoffs in his prime since Kareem. Yeah. What was it 1973 or something right before he got traded? What did Simmons say on his pod? Was it 70? Yeah, yeah. It was two years in a row. So they yeah. missed it his last year in Milwaukee. And he missed 74 first, or something. Yeah, and he missed and his it, first year with the Lakers because they did did the Anthony Davis trade before the Anthony Davis trade. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I said earlier, we'll, we'll cut the Laker talk here. Um, I said earlier in the year, I didn't have an issue when LeBron said he wanted to play with Anthony Davis. I still technically don't because, you know, it's – he was asked the question, and he said, yeah, who, like, why wouldn't I love to? But everything that's happened since then, him being such an intelligent man who is very self-aware, yeah, maybe that wasn't the best move. Maybe he should have just been like, I'd like to play with any big name. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, you know, if Anthony Davis does somehow end up a Laker, I will cry, and I will be super excited, and I, I will— I feel, I feel like that ship has sailed, Tim. I'm sorry. Not this year, but— I think well, I think free if I think when he hits free agency, it's very likely. I think it's still likely. You think he he get he's a he's a one year rental someplace? Yeah, he's. I mean, like if he goes to Boston, do you think like he's gonna enjoy Boston? Like it's gonna be it's interesting. Hey guys, it's cold here. Yeah, the thing that the thing that's gonna be interesting about Anthony Davis this summer is whatever happens to him changes the entire NBA. Mm-hmm. Like everything that's going to happen with 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 or you know without him at the end of the year, it's it's going to change everything. I mean, and I, it's going to be interesting. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see it, but I don't know, man. I just I, you're hearing these rumblings that the you know the Celtics are are maybe thinking about not offering Jason Tatum. And it's if they like, don't offer Jason Tatum, there's no freaking way I take that trade. If if they're not, after, I'm calling L.A. back immediately. I mean, right? Like, are we still on? Right. Because you mean, want Jalen Brown? I mean, and I four mean, picks. I mean, they were willing to trade five players and two future picks, which I think is. I mean, you're not going to get fair value back for Anthony Davis. That's almost fair value, right? Um, just because, just because of uh, how much upside those players all have right now, and they're and they're still just they're young. Right. So, but Jason Tatum, if they don't put him on the table, and they will try to not put him on the table. Oh, for sure. Ainge will find a way to be like, here's my four picks. Here's Jalen Brown, and here's Gordon Hayward. Pe- no, Pelicans are gonna are gonna pick up the phone and they're gonna go. Uh, you can go suck it. And mm-hmm. then they hang up and then they play this dance. They just little dance for a little while and then they call back and they're like, well, maybe we'll think about giving you Tatum. And they're like, well, yeah. Well, like Gail Benson, you know, now she's basically in charge. Now Del yeah. Dems has been fired. Like, <laughs> oh my God, Del Demps got fired for not trading Anthony Davis, basically to the Lakers for not taking the Lakers' offers. Basically, what this came to, isn't it? I, I, I mean, I would have just liked it to just happen. I mean, they didn't do it because it was so evident. Yeah, I'd what have, was going on? I'd have been content if the Lakers missed the playoffs this year because they traded for Anthony Davis and they built up guys next year. Oh, because there's still that rumbling that if the Lakers get Anthony Davis. Clay Thompson will definitely think about the Lakers if the Warriors don't offer a max. And like, if if I was if I was Clay Thompson, I would I would think twice about signing with the Warriors if that was a, an option for me. For sure, no doubt about 100%. it. One hundred percent. So anyway, let's talk about a team that actually like is fairly decent enough to make the playoffs. Sean, let's talk about some good teams. Who are you ready for this, man? Are you ready to talk about this? 
I don't know. The eighth seed in the Eastern Conference is garbage, but it's getting interesting. Yeah. Because you know who's making a run? Who? The Orlando freaking Magic, baby. The Orlando How? Magic. Are they number eight right now? They are nine, but they are only a game behind the Charlotte Hornets. That is a fun fact, my friend. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. This team's really athletic. They've won eight of their last ten. They've got a lot. I mean, they've got good players. I know I make fun of Aaron Gordon all the time, and rightfully so. But Vucevic has been awesome. They're still waiting to get Markel Fultz on the floor. Jonathan Isaac, they're young. They're athletic. What's, 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 the, uh, what's the, the prognosis on, on Fultz at this point? Is he going to play any time this season? Or I don't still, think it, so. We still, we're, we're just in the dark about it still. From Basically, they said they're going to play the long game, so I think they're preparing for him to be next year, be their point guard. And I'm fine with that, honestly. Okay. I am. Sure. Because sure. in that Philly trade, you didn't lose your first round pick. Yeah. So you either make the playoffs and get beat, or you're in the lottery. So, you know, by all yeah. means, you go get you go get Carson Edwards or, you know, Cassius Winston in the first round to kind of back yeah. up Markel Fultz. Like, sign me up for that. I'm in. Hey, uh, they're, they're moving in the right direction finally. They are. And also, can we just go ahead? I'm going to do the plea. I'm going to do the plea. Okay, go ahead. Keep the classic blue pinstripe jerseys. Don't get rid of them because it's the anniversary season's over. Keep that shit. They're dope. They're awesome. They're the best thing you got. Everyone knows it. They're one of the few NBA jerseys from the '90s that can still be relevant today and still look good. So they, they, it doesn't. They don't. They don't even have to be relevant, Tim. It just needs to be. It just needs to be done. Cause they yeah, are, just do they, it. I mean, their other their other jerseys since since those seasons have been trash. Oh my god, that one that like they had like the last year of Penny with like. The stars going down it, like like they'll like be refl- kind of reflective. Those were garbage. No, I mean, I mean the pinstripes are the blue, the blue jerseys and and the black pinstripe jerseys yes. are the they are the two definitive Orlando Magic jerseys. A hundred percent. And I just don't understand why they don't go back. Now you know Philadelphia went a di- bunch of different ways in the nineties. Got kind of cartoony. Oh my god, those would... black ones were terrible. Yeah, but I mean, I, they I, they did represent you know the Allen Iverson era, and sure. Everything. But I really respected when they brought back the old logo mm-hmm. and brought back the simple Sixers jerseys. They just look clean and they look nice. And yeah, I love know, that. I the, mean, sometimes simple is better. I you love that the Pistons. Yeah, the Pistons brought back the classic Bad Boys logo. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. As they should have. I mean, that's right. their, that that's their whole franchise was based upon those championships. So yeah, I say all that, but then again, I'm like, I'm so happy Brooklyn is a black and white colorway now, and they don't have that stupid New Jersey Nets logo anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Nets had some good. The Nets had some good. Uh, some good jerseys. Yeah. Uh, in the past, I mean, the, uh, I mean, the Brooklyn stuff's starting to grow on me. I'm not I love it. Lie. Love yeah. it, especially the Biggie Small stuff. Yeah, love yeah. it. I still think the Bulls are the best logo in basketball, and I'm just saying it because I'm a fan. Don't at me. Can't ch- can't ever change it, guys. So here's what I was going to say kind of on the task of uniforms, even though I wanted to talk the Magic. Um, next year, so the Hornets last year had the teal jersey. Yeah. This year they have the white one. Yeah. Any chance next year we get the purple one? I love the oh. purple one. God, I would love it. They're getting they're so close. I they're know. so close to giving us what we want and they've had the the vintage court out there. Yeah. Um they should just go with it. I mean, if Michael Jordan's a smart man, he mm-hmm. knows what people want. This is what oh, people for sure. want. We we just bring back the old jerseys permanently and yeah. who gives a shit. Orlando and Charlotte, if you're listening, Michael. Michael. Yeah. Michael, listen. Michael. Listen. We all know you're upset Space Jam 2 is going to happen, but 
here's your chance to redeem it, okay? 100%. Yeah, for sure. So back to the Magic. <laughs> yes. I like this team, man. They're young. They've got picks. Um, I think they're decent on money. They might actually bring back Nikola Vucevic, well, because we don't know what's going to – Mo Bamba's case is for next year. Um, I'm in. I'm, I'm excited to see what they have for the future. Um, Terrence Ross is going to be a free agent, I'm pretty sure. And then yeah. uh, Timothy Mozgov will be gone, so there's money off the table for them soon, I think the next yeah. year or so. Thank so, God. Right, God. That Mozgov money ain't tied up anymore. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited about the future for the Orlando Magic. Yeah, they're heading in the right direction. I, I like what they've done. They've done some subtle moves that have really, really you know, bumped them in the right way. Yeah, just don't let Jonathan Isaac wear number one anymore and retire for both players, okay? Yes, yeah, get, get that off of him. Yeah, settled. Cool, cool. All right. And Aaron Gordon's also an awful actor. I've seen Uncle Drew twice. God, he was bad, wasn't he? Oh, my God, he was so bad. He was the worst part of that movie. Yes. Underrated film. Not bad. Dug it. Underrated basketball film. Correct. That's it. Correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're right. That's, that's, where, that's where we'll leave it. Yeah. And I know we've already talked about the Kings and what we think they could be this year and how they're making a run. Like oh, yeah. It. Um, yeah. What did you think about DeMar DeRozan's return to Toronto Friday? I thought it was a fun game. I know Toronto Underwhelming g- performance, though. Yeah. He had a really – that one cool play, though, he had where, like – That 360 oh was amazing. Oh, my God. That was, that was so neat. I was like, I was like how, how did he casually pull that off? Like, how do you How do you get in the air and know that you're going to do that? Like, right. It's just incredible. That's the kind of stuff you see in the NBA, though. Sometimes, like, something like that happens, and you're just kind of, like, just blown away by it. And it's like, why don't they do that more often? I don't understand. Like, he was so capable. Like, he just pulled off, like – the coolest 360 shot I've ever seen. And, and you know, I don't know. And then Kawhi, of course, wins the game by getting the steal. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, uh, <laughs> it was so funny after the, after the game talking to Kyle Lowry, they're like, so how did, did that feel bad? He goes, Oh no, no, we wanted to win. <laughs> it was like, he's like, he's like, we'll, we'll talk later, but no, no, I have to beat him. <laughs> you know? So here's what's interesting about the Rosen season. So he's not averaging his career high in points a game. Uh, he's actually pretty far from it. But he's having his best rebound year, his best assist year. Like, we're finally starting to see, I think, with Pop, he's kind of becoming more of, like, a, an all-around player. And yeah. I really like it, honestly. Um, the three-point game's still rough. You know, oh, yeah. I don't think he'll ever be a three-point shooter. It's not his game. No, but his value of replacement player's a little low. But I think, overall, like, I've enjoyed having him there. Yeah. I think he's done well. I think he's really... Really, really done well in showing Toronto that they. Uh, I mean, if you can get Kawhi, get Kawhi. But I'm excited sure. to see if they can get another guy to go with him because I don't really like. I don't really think Aldridge is the other guy. The fact that the, no. the fact that Aldridge was an All Star this year and Demar Derozan wasn't is hilarious. I know they play two different positions, but yeah. Sheesh. Yeah, you know that's you know San Antonio's got to have somebody in there, and I guess it was Aldridge again. I mean, Aldridge has had a great career. Um, yeah, but you know, I I don't. You're right. He's not he's not the number two guy on this. Like he shouldn't he shouldn't be the he should be the number three guy on a team like this. Agreed. But but uh, you know, he's he's at that point in his career. You know, he's had kind of. It's funny. He's kind of went up and down, up and down, and then like, you know, he got to San Antonio and. You know, in my mind, I was like, he's kind of washed up, and then he got there, and he's been great since he's been there. So, well, yeah, you remember he had two pretty rough years there, and yeah. then like la- like la- last year when he was like, apparently he like talked about getting traded. Yeah, and then he was like, cool. It was pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a Spurs optimist right now. No, they're pretty. They're pretty rough. They're 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 average. Yeah. So they'll probably make the playoffs. So. Oh, they they're gonna be in. They're gonna be in. Lakers probably not. No, no. <laughs> Lakers suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So last thing before we get out of here. Sure. According to, let me get my. Wow, that was really bad of me. I was waiting for my phone to load because I had to put this in a note. Let me find my guy Darren Rovell. With his dumb tweets from time to time. <laughs> By time to time, you know. But... Okay, yes, yeah, so according to Action Network today, his uh, big website he's, he sponsors as far as for betting, you know who the current odds on favorite is to win the NBA MVP? Who? Giannis Antetokounmpo. I, I, am, I think he is the MVP. Two to five odds right now, Giannis won the MVP. Um, I am. Uh, Heavy I... favorite. I, I I think he deserves it. I don't think Milwaukee is a team without him at all. I think I think he means more to any team in the league right now. Yeah, so right now, if you are a betting person, you'll understand what I'm saying here. So Giannis is a minus 250 to be the favorite to win the MVP. That's a, he's, it's a plus 200 for James Harden, and third is a plus 700 for Paul George. Now, Paul George is more than likely to get Defensive Player of the Year because he has just been oh, terrific. yeah. He's got that locked. They're going to give him something. Oh, my God. He's been outstanding this year. He's going to get something. He's he's going to get some sort of MVP participation trophy at Honestly, the end of the man, year. <laughs> like, if I had a vote, and this isn't a dig on Giannis by any means, because Giannis certainly is deserving. Harden's deserving. Paul George would be my MVP. I know he's got the better wingman than the other two guys, but, I mean, he made Russell Westbrook a team player. He did. <laughs> yeah. He did. I mean, he's changed Russell Westbrook's game. Right. And so, but yeah, Giannis is now the favorite. I'm I'm cool with it. I think we all picked Giannis to win MVP this year. If yeah, I, remember I know correctly. I did. <laughs> I know I did too. Yeah, um, I mean it's it's time, and I mean he's elevated his game literally every year. He was, and yeah, I mean, then they have the number one record right now, so it's you know good for them, man. Yeah, and he was shooting warm ups during Ja Rule's concert on Saturday, which made everything so much better. I think for that alone, Giannis is the MVP. I know. I mean, to go out and actually, actually have the, you know, the goal to do that. Like, I'm just gonna go put up some shots. <laughs> this is this is just Jerule. I watched that fire festival doc. <laughs> you know, I don't give a shit. Did you see that Ja Rule like curse the Timberwolves? Apparently. No. What did he? What did he say? I forgot what he said. Let me find it again because I was cracking up about it. Because yeah, he he went after the wolves because they uh, they threw some shade towards him. Yeah. I just I just loved him walking out. On you know onto the court and saying, well, they got me for '90s night because I'm more of a 2000s artist. Right. But the first, but the first album came out in '99, so we're good. You guys I'm ready? Like, I'm like, you guys ready? You guys ready? <laughs> I guess not. So the Timberwolves quote, tweeted a picture of Jaw Roll and they put, "We too were hustled, scammed, bamboozled, hoodwinked, and led astray." And he said, "You just jink yourself talking to the God this way. You're cursed now, not Y-R-U-R-E for the record." You won't win a championship for the next 30 years, in all caps, and Cat is leaving, three exclamation points. Apologize and I'll lift the curse. Kissing emoji, kiss of death, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Trust me, I don't, I don't think uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves need help from a curse to lose games. Yeah. <laughs> or not win championships. Yeah. Or to win, because <laughs> they've never won anything. Right. So. Pretty funny, though. Pretty funny awesome. Stuff. Holla, holla. Pretty funny stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's murder. I can't do it as good as Ben did yesterday. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, man. So we're about to wrap up this week's edition of 48 Minutes. Um, this is the time where you can probably stop your pod or if you just want to press the 30-second button a few times because it's, it's, it's promotion advertisement time as always. Um, yes. Those who know, I host At Large Bid, our college basketball show that's on every Friday, myself and Ryan Lester. We are going to be hosting a live podcast at Braxton Brewery. It's going to be called 48 Minutes Presents At Large Bid Live at Braxton. We're going to be getting you ready this Wednesday, March 20th from 7.30 to 9 p.m. for the NCAA tournament. We're going to have my pal Brad Redford, former Xavier basketball player there, my good friend Adam Baum from Cincinnati Inquirer. We're going to be talking to Tourney, getting you ready. We're going to talk tournament memories. You know, this is a time where if you don't like college basketball, you do like college basketball for about three weeks. So we're going to get you it's ready fun, for that. It's a fun time. Best, best, best time of the year. Yes. Best time of the year. So... I'm excited for it all, man. Um, so we're also going to be raising funds for suicide awareness and prevention uh, for the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention. So we're going to be raising some cash for that as well. Um, it's going to be fun. We're working really hard on this show. I've put a lot of effort into it. So if you are in the area, come out, have some beers, talk hoops, and raise cash for a good cause. So we'd love to see you there. And with that being said, we'll go ahead and wrap up this week's edition of 48 Minutes, brought to you by 48MinutesNetwork.com where you can check out all of our articles and previous podcasts, including my recap of my outer body experience yesterday, Sean, when I saw the Xavier Musketeers finally beat Villanova for just the second time since they've joined the Big East. It's amazing. It was crazy. It was awesome. It's an amazing game. It was fantastic. So, everyone, have a good night. Get ready for the tournament. Get ready for some more hoops this week. Take it easy.